He cooking chicken, no seasoning. He be dabbing for no reason. It's just me and my white friend. He ain't white, he just light skin. He set the pics when we ballin'. Police come around, he gon' do the talking. No stalling in his credit score, awesome. Nah, for real, you got like a 720. Me and my white friend. 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 What's it gonna take for you guys to be okay tonight and to stop this chaos? It ain't me. I, it's not me. I'm gonna let y'all know that now. It's not us guys, neither. And I'm glad that y'all said that. It's not us. It's the police. This the madness that they spark up. This is what they encourage. This is what they provoke. This is what you get out of you taking some a loved one from someone. This is what you get. You get a lot of people that's hurt and they can't vent the right way. They can't no longer depend on the police to be here to protect us like they say they gonna do. So this is what you get. And no, it's not gonna end today. I can't tell you it's gonna end tomorrow. I don't know when it's gonna end. But it's for y'all to start. We're not the ones that's killing us. Y'all killing us. We can't make a change if y'all don't change. What's going on, world? It's your boy, Reggie Reg. And I'm here with my white friend. Marv. How are y'all doing? We are, me and my white friend. We are. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Um, real, real world shit going on, basically. That's what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And um very real. Very real. What you're tuning into is a two part podcast um series basically on um, hell, hell, it might be a three or four part. Might I mean, be three or four part. Right now we can, got two parts and this this first part that you're listening to is actually been chopped up because um, you know, since the the uh murder of George Floyd, mm-hmm. um it's been a hectic week. For us, a hectic week and a half. So we started recording the night of the riots. Yeah, which was June June, 9th. June 9th, yeah. It was June 9th. Mm -hmm. Um, So what you're about to hear is we started recording just live. It was chaos going on um, on CNN. We were actually downtown L.A. um, on June 9th. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, when it, it, it spread... Um, nationwide, basically, when you saw the net, the riots go nationwide that night, and they started off early in LA. We were downtown, um, taking care of some business, handling some things, mm-hmm. and um, the helicopters were out. It was about five, five yeah, five to six helicopters circling downtown. Um, <clears throat> our friend that was down there he was like, "Yeah, man, it's you know, it was crazy down there. They're rioting, man. It's getting crazy." And, um, you know, so we, we really, you know, we didn't get into the action because, one, we just moved here. So it's not like you're back home and you know the streets. It's like right, if we know. get clacked up out here, that's my ass. You know what I'm saying? We don't know nobody, <laughs> we don't know nobody's L.A. prisons. You know right, what I'm saying? Man. I ain't got no cousins or nobody behind bars. So it ain't like, you know, I could go in no rep. We got to be careful out here. But um, it, so it, it was hectic from, from, from that night. Yeah. It was hectic. So, um what we did, we some of the major things that took place was um, back home where we're from, Greensboro, North Carolina. There was a protest where um, the guys actually shut down the highway, uh, shut down I forty, which is one of the 
main interstates in the United States that goes from the East Coast to the West Coast. Right, yeah. And um, the city, which I, I'm proud of, you know, did a peaceful walk. And um, even though it got some bad publicity that you read about, right, you you read an article there was some bad, bad, bad publicity about that. But um, you're going to hear the true story about that. Uh, we got in contact with Major. And then we also, your close childhood friend, Byron, yeah. Byron. Byron, yeah. I've known him since the uh, seventh grade, and he lives in Denver, Colorado. And so we touched base with him to found, to uh, to see what was going on in Denver. And we'll hear and we'll hear from Byron here in a little bit. Yeah, so we we actually got we uh, got Major on the phone. Uh, one of our musical guests from season one. Free dope nature. Right. And uh, our, our new news correspondent, our, our, new our, our protester <laughs> correspondent right. in North Carolina, in Free North Dope Carolina, Major. North Carolina, Free Dope Major. Thank you for tuning in, bro. Thank you for answering the call. Uh, we saw you on Ground Zero in Greensboro, which has a big, significant historical um, um, significance with civil rights in, in, in the nation with the civil rights Woolworth was museum being there and the sit-in starting there. And, um, we heard that you were a big part of organizing the, uh, protest that started out there. So kind of just let us know why, you know, what were you feeling, how it got started and, uh, how the day, how the day went for you today? Um, well, I put on Instagram the other day, and I apologize, my voice is a little scratchy. I bet there's been a lot going on today. But um, I put on Instagram a few days ago, you know, I'm tired of it. If on Facebook, like, I'm tired of it. Whoever's trying to protest, leave me here. And I chose the um, Civil Rights Museum because of the history, you know, that's there with that building. And, you know, I was just going, trying to get a few of my closest friends together to do this, man. And, it went from us getting together with like 20, 30 people in front of the Civil Rights Museum to it being 500 people, bro. That's and awesome. So, uh, it was, it was like, man, listen, the first, for it to be the first uh, peaceful protest to go down here in, late in, our, in our most recent history mm-hmm. and all around the country where we see violence going on. We had the first one, the first pro, uh, peaceful protest that I feel like has been advertised and broadcasted around the world. Yeah, can can you speak on that a little bit? Because um, you know, right now, like we're recording this podcast live right now. Um, we we know it's going to air a little late, but right now, you know, we're looking at CNN and there's uh, you know, MSNBC. Yeah, there's there's protests going on all around the world. Some of them all over the country, right? Yeah. And if you look at the news, all they're talking about is the looting and the you know the um, the fires, and which we're going to touch base more on a podcast. But can you tell us like how it started out there for you? You said it was peaceful, so kind of just give us the energy of what was going on down there while you was there. I feel like the energy, the difference was is that um, I, I tried to organize with the police directly. Okay. Um, I talked to the to the chief of police and, you know, I was able to get in touch with his highest people. And so we had an understanding and, and that's what it is. We have to, you can't go into a community and be trying to build with the police and then saying, fuck you at the same time. Right. right. My language, I know we on air, but, um, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't have both sides. So you got to be able to work with these people, man. You got to be able to work with them because if you don't work with them, the truth, I mean, it's a brutal truth, but the looting starts, the shooting starts. Like, literally, every city you see in, 
Donald Trump, 45, our president, told us what's going to happen every time, <clears throat> you know, we go out here and we try to we try to go about it that way. So I just try to go about it in a different way, bro. Like, I dealt with a lot of adversity today. Like, stuff that I really, I really didn't, I didn't foresee at all. But, but remind you, this was supposed to only be 20, 30 people. Right, right, right. But um, that just shows how how many people, you know, felt like they wanted to be heard, you know, because of the situation, you know. And, and that's what it's really about, out, uh, all about is, um, you know, the black people uh, tired of what they're seeing every year, damn near every couple months and wanting to be heard, making sure that the nation hears us. And we want to thank you. That's why we contact you for keeping us up to date. What's going on on the East Coast? Let the people know how they can reach out to you, because we don't want this just to be. Um, you know, one time thing. You also got a real powerful single out right now that touched base on this, and you you put this out, you know, weeks ago, and it's really definitely hit home now. So tell the people where they can contact you. Uh, we hope that you can, you know, if you see the kind of following that comes after an event like this, you know, use that momentum and, and you know keep it going in the community. So let the people know where they can find you. Um, they can find me on all platforms. Just Google Free Dope Major. F R E E D O P E M A J O R Fido Major, but say it all at one time. And um, you can reach me there. And this is just phase one. I believe with all the people that are listening in and tuning into our voices right now, this is only phase one. And the next phase is about the man. Look, man, it, it, this, this is deep. And today I, I was able to see kind of where we need to start. But just know that that was only phase one. Definitely, definitely, man. Hey, uh, real quick before we let you go, Major, um, I was just looking on my Facebook and I did see reports of, uh, you know, downtown Greensboro breaking, you know, people were breaking some windows of some storefronts and, and uh, you know, and I, I heard that Mellow Mushroom was on fire. I cannot confirm that. I have not seen any, any reports but one of my friends you know, that I'm friends with posted that. Have you seen any of that? I know that's what we're trying to avoid here, but... Well, what we have to realize with the media is that the media uh, creates narratives. And so, exactly. Um, like with the, with the glass that got broken in front of the Civil Rights Museum, that was, um, we're just going to say that was one of the neo-Nazis that came through and they tried to cause an issue you know, we had over 500 people and nothing was broken. I will say the worst that I saw somebody do was spray paint a uh, news car, you know, um, spray paint the streets. Um, but as far as setting shit on fire and tossing police and, you know, fighting and looting, none of that was, none of that was going on from the hours of 12 o'clock to 1030. Mm-hmm. So after we left, literally after after my group left, I don't know what happened after that. And the and the sad reality of it is is that that's what they wanted, you know. Yeah. So we don't really know yeah. if they 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 could have people that wanted to come down there and destroy the city just so they could deploy these these factors on the on the protesters that were out there. So yeah. let's not let them fool us. We we protested for ten straight hours, right, today. right, okay? peacefully, you know, for ten straight hours, peacefully, yeah. And that's what I was, I was telling, I was telling Marv, like, you know, you got to understand that most of the time, that's how it starts. You know, from my understanding, from what I heard about what's going on in North Carolina, it started off peacefully, 
You know what I mean? But you got to understand what you're dealing with. You know, there's people in Greensboro in the hood that's never been downtown Greensboro, never been right. to Mellow Mushroom, never been to none of the places that we used to go to lunch with at work, never been there. Right. Downtown Greensboro is fancy to them. So to them, that's the system. They're going to come down there and they're going to fuck shit up because that's the only way. Right. And not just because they're going to fuck it up because the media is showing them that's what everybody else is doing. So that's what they right. think they're supposed to do. So systematically, the media is the one that's dividing us. It's, it has a major it, it has a major it, part of it. It's not that it's it, not it, all it, media. It, it, you know, I won't say all media, but the problem is is that the media doesn't work in unison really. So like right. everybody's putting out all this disinformation. So you have information from this media source, from this media source, from this media source, and then you get on Instagram and then you have complete disinformation where it's like literally made up memes. You might have like just just all kinds of made up content. We just got we just got mixed information just now. We we heard it was a peaceful demonstration. Then we heard Mellow Mushrooms on fire. You know what I'm saying? So which one? That's the the shit we talking about. So they saying the country on fire right now. That's that's the that's what's floating on the internet. We we won't be able to confirm it until you know the morning. Yeah, in the morning, but. um, Again, that again to me that comes to there's a lot of people who want to express themselves, right? Don't know how to do it. Don't know that, you know, they need to be organized. They need to be like, hey, why don't we go to city council and not have a sit-in at city council or, or some shit like that, you know, or, or, like, or like what Major did today. Let's go downtown. Let's talk to the cops. Let's, let's stand peacefully downtown. Let's walk, you know, right. walk all the way to the highways where they can see us. Right. Even shutting the highway down. I think that's dope. You know what I mean? Right. That was dope, bro, shutting the highway I, down. Shutting the highway down, bro. It felt like a moment of liberation I've never felt in my life. And, and that's um, being heard. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, the, the way I describe it to people is like, you know, I've never seen God in person until today. That's you awesome. Know, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, bro, like, it was it was literally a magical moment, man. I'm telling you, it was liberated. And to see these people that drive up and down this interstate to go to work, to go to the hospital, and just go to funerals. I mean, we use these roads to travel, and we feel so trapped and boxed in on these roads. And to see these people be able to sit in the middle of the street in Greensboro, North Carolina, smoke weed peacefully, drink in the streets now. <laughs> Nobody got hurt. This ain't L.A. Yeah. This ain't San Francisco, man. I was out on the highway smoking bowls. Like, that, you know, bro, like, it was so peaceful, bro. And so... They don't want to see that, man. What we have to understand as the American people is peace is not cheap. So to everybody that's listening, peace is not cheap. It's very expensive to keep the peace. Why is it expensive? Because now you have a lot of people who lose jobs is to maintain the peace. So they, they need people to be killing each other. They need people to be fighting. They need, you know, that's what they need. That's mm-hmm. what That's what they want. And so, you know, our, our, our content that we watch is violent. Or it's either very sexy, you know, it's very sad. There's no, like, really in between. So they influence us in so many different ways, and we have to be conscious and awakening. Definitely, definitely. Well, we, we appreciate everything you did today, man. And uh, we're going to, you know, we'll be in touch with you. You know what I'm saying? You, you, we on the other coast now, but you, you are brother from the other coast. And uh, keep doing what you do, man. We'll, we'll talk to you later. And thank you for staying up late to talk to us. 
and uh, you know, keep fighting the good fight. And when you uh, get to yeah, the Coliseum, I want some VIP tickets. I want some like backstage. <laughs> bro, bro, you ain't got to wear it. It's two thirty-five in the morning on this side, and I'm on the phone with you, bro. Hey, hey. I understand. Yeah. Hey, one you know love, baby. Up. All right, man. Hey, with, Reggie, yo, Reggie, funny story before we get off uh, offline. Uh, I'm this is this how God works, man. This shit is so crazy. So I'm on the highway and I'm just like soaking this shit in. I see this kid standing literally by himself off to the side. Uh-huh. With dreads, so real long dreads. And I'm just like, who is this kid? Yeah. And so I walk up to him and I'm like, King, I appreciate you coming out here. I love you, blah, blah. And like the way we connected was how me and you connect, like our cheeks touch, like uh-huh. we hugged and shit. Bro, he was like, "Yeah, I'm ready, little brother." That's <laughs> <laughs> random. All right, I right. Said, I said, I said, bro, Reggie, who? He said, you know, Marvin Reggie. <laughs> I was like, bro, it ain't no way. He was like, bro, that's like my blood big brother. Yeah, that's my and little brother. Talking, bro. We started talking. I was like, this is God, dog. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. It was so deep. We had uh, Greenville Police Department bring us a whole bus. So we walked 15 miles the whole day, got to the bridge, and had them take us back to our cars, bro. Wow. And we'll go to the road, but all the way back to our cars. That's awesome to know, man. Right. For real. For real. We organized the bus, man. The chief of police gave me his number. Shout, and, out, to, um, shout out to the city of Greensboro, man. I'm at, no, I like that. Sergeant Gooden. Sergeant Good, Goodwin, but I, you know, I think it's something like that, but we just don't call him Sergeant Goodie. But you know, that. if you ain't heard my new single, Goody, definitely go stream that because it's, it's definitely speaking on all of this right now. But Sergeant Goody, and my name, the song is called Goody, like literally GDY. But he, man, he was very cooperative, man. And I, I told him, I said, look, all right, you know, I'm ready to get these back to their car. Um, and we organized a way to get transportation from the bridge all the way back uh, to our cars and down mm-hmm. there, Greensboro Station. Right, right. That's awesome, man. Look, man, ride ride this wave, man. Sometimes, uh, you know, people are forced into a leadership role. You know what I mean? And, and you know, right. with you being placed it and, and people following you today, you know, and you being able to network uh, with the, you know, the chief of police, ride that and, you know, get with people out there. I, you know, there's people out there who've been doing stuff in the community. And so, you know, just keep it going. You know what I mean? That was beautiful, man. And I want to leave off on this note. He said something powerful. He said he saw a guy today, but when he saw a guy, it was with a group of people. So let the people marinate on that. Let's just end it on that. Let's marinate on that. When you saw a guy today, it was with a crowd of people there. So that lets you know guys in all of us. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Free Dope. For, for tuning hey, in. It's all love, it's man. All love, love man. Y'all. Love you too, man. Hey, thanks, man. We'll talk to you later, hey, all right? All right, you too. Talk to you later. Peace. 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 Um, also, you know, like we said before, um, before Major, um, my, one of my best friends, Byron, who's in Denver, Colorado, we got a chance to talk to him as well. Um, and let's uh, see what he has to say. Byron, what's up, man? Not too much, not too much. What's hey, up, I man? have to let you know that you are um, uh, live on our podcast. Hey, Byron, how are you, sir? <laughs> doing well. How are you what? doing, Reg? Good, good, good. Good talking to you, man. Thank you thank you for tuning in and answering the phone this late. Uh, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, but, of course. So, so we just talked to uh, one of our friends who's a musical guest in, in season one, uh, Free Dope Major. He's in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, and, uh, you know, I was telling Reggie, you know, Byron's my best friend. We've known each other since seventh grade. Um, you know, 
and you are in Colorado currently, uh, right near Denver. And uh, we were looking at a, at a map earlier with all you know all of these protests all over all over the country. Denver is one of them. Can you tell us a little bit about what you know? What's been going ha- What's been going down in Denver or Colorado um, as a state? Absolutely. Um, so there have definitely been protests in Denver, uh, some of which have led to some rioting. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16th Street Mall is a prominent area. It's a large strip mall. Uh, the city of Denver took a street that was 16th in downtown, and mm-hmm. they turned it into a large outdoor mall. Uh, there was a lot of vandalism, a lot of windows broken out, uh, so uh, things not... like that. You're right. Um, we have, of course, the curfew statewide is mandated by our governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything. Everybody has to be in by 8 o'clock. Um, but uh, most of the protests here have been peaceful. And most of the protests have been exceptionally tame mm-hmm. um, and lawful in many ways. Uh, but as I said, as with all over the country, there have definitely been looters and rioters. So let me ask you this. Um, let me ask you this real quick. I just want to know. You, you said that you don't support the looting, but you support you under you you can see the rioting. Explain that. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I think with the rioting, you know, everybody's been hearing the quote. It's been all over the place, but it doesn't make it any less true. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. said, rioting is the voice of the unheard. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. It's people who have been marginalized for realistically the entire life of this country and who have been subjected to less rights, less fair treatment than everybody else. And it's hit an absolute breaking point. And I think it's well beyond the breaking point at this point. Um, and I completely understand the reaction of rioting. Uh, there have been attempts at peaceful protest for so long now, you know, everything from Colin Kaepernick kneeling to Black Lives Matter marching, you know, which they were met with violence from white supremacists. And this is the tipping point. This is people saying enough is enough. We're tired of being murdered over things that nobody else gets murdered for you know what Um, well said by give him give this man and i want to let the listening audience know by the way byron just brought a damn smile to my face this is a white man (laughs) right white american right um, you might be yep. my you might be my new white friend. Hey. I might have to sub I might have to sub Marv out of here. No, 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 no. Because he broke that down. We've been <laughs> had many discussions, Marv, and he broke that down real nice. Now, <laughs> he broke that down real nice. I ain't heard that come out your mouth yet. No, no, just, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. But, Thank you, Red. Thank you. I appreciate he, that. He 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 said that very elegantly. And the only part I will jump in on, and I just said this with, with our last guest, uh, Free Dope Major, mm-hmm. is when we get to the looting part of the situation, right? And and he's the writing. You have to understand the pain that he that he's speaking on. Mm-hmm. You know, that and that and and what what where, where we're coming from, where I'm right. coming from, right? right? Yes. you know what I'm saying. But you got to understand, like Major was saying, 
how the energy can change in, 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 a, in a crowd of people that's not really organized. So you may have some people that's out there in the beginning, it's peaceful, right? It's good, you know, but as the night goes on and more people see on TV, like, oh, they downtown in our city too, or they come out here. So now you got people coming out who ain't never been in those shopping areas. They from the hood they, and they ain't been downtown in their own city. So they're right. going to go down there and they're going to try to get Christmas early. They're going to get Christmas in May. You know what I'm saying? And that's sure. just... And and that's just that's just that's not a reality. That's a reality. That's a reality. That's thinking. You right. know what I mean? Like that. And and then again, and you you see on there, it's not all black people looting. We see a lot of different colors out there. People running out know. of running out of these stores. I've seen white guys. You know what I mean? So some white guy was carrying oh, a mannequin, a mannequin out of a Target. What do you need with a mannequin? What, what right. are you doing? <laughs> right, yep. right. But I, I, you know, but I, I would have to say you what you said was well spoken. And see, and I, here's the thing. This is on another podcast, but Byron and I are on the same frequency as you and I are on. Okay. So all three of us are on the same frequency. Okay. Like okay. on that level Definitely. of thinking. Definitely. On that we'll, level, Byron, you know. we'll do lunch when we come back to the to the East Coast. We'll do lunch. Yeah, he's in Colorado. He's in Colorado. Well, okay. I, I, so oh, we're gonna, yeah. We're going to have to go to Colorado. Yeah, we'll yeah. go to the Mile High. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely could do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come out oh, to the Mile High. We'll treat you right, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. Well, look, look Byron, man, we, we know it's late. We appreciate you 100% right. giving us an update out there in the mile high. Um, stay, stay safe, and, and, and we'll, we'll be in touch. We'll definitely be in touch to see what's right. going on. And uh, we just really Thank appreciate you. us giving the inside look, man. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I just want to go ahead and finish out by saying I moved here from Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, I have a lot of friends out there who are involved in the protest, uh, not just for George Floyd, but also for Breonna Taylor. Um, and justice for her and they were tear gas last night they were shot with rubber bullets I had a wow. good female friend who may have had a rib cracked by one wow. of the rubber bullets and um, you know I just want to finish off by saying you know what's happening is completely unfair to you all the, the perspective for the African American community and the way people are looking at you all is really unfair you know Black Lives Matter justice for Breonna Taylor Justice for George Floyd, justice for Ahmaud Aubrey, justice for everybody who suffered unnecessarily. Thank you. Byron, thank you so much, brother. You have a good night, man. We love Absolutely. you. Love you, man. Thank you. Peace. You all as well. Love you guys too. Take care. Stay safe. Wow. Crazy stuff going on all around the country um, at this time. And it's... so the, the, the main thing I like, and we already said it, you know, when we talked to Major, but hearing the truth, you know, how mm-hmm. he, because, you know, we, we know major, you know, right, we know personally. major. It's, it's funny how it's a small world, how like, you know, the people who are always like doing something and trying to make things happen, end up making things happen or, and, and, you know, it's a small circle of people doing things in, in every state, you mm-hmm. know, and you see those people, you know, making things happen. And, um, you know, it's just funny how he said, you know, he was able to talk with the police chief right. and um, get buses for people back to their cars and things to be peaceful. And but, you you know, all you really heard about was what transpired later on that night where people did go down there and, you know, damage and right, you know, and 
yeah, damage uh, and break glass downtown. Some of our uh, favorite restaurants were broken into. Uh, yeah. The Bonchon. Yeah. Oh, I love Bonchon. Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, we need to holler at them about a sponsor- sponsorship. I, I love know. Bonchon. Bonchon, good at us. Me and my Mello, friend. Mellow Mello, Mello Mushroom. Mellow Mushroom. Um, a yeah. lot of businesses downtown Greensboro. My, um, my, <laughs> and I don't know, this is kind of bittersweet, you know, and I feel like it had to be an old employee, somebody who must have worked there like me, but they set the fucking mattress firm on fire <laughs> on Lawndale, burnt <laughs> it up. I heard about that. But I saw the pictures and I'm like, and yo, there's not, it either had to be a very upset customer because uh-huh. that shit's not downtown or it had to be an old employee. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's some shit I would do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, that's some shit I would do. If I was home. You would burn the mattress store down? Hey, like I said, I ain't going to do nothing out in L.A. You know what I mean? This is right. new territory. I don't really know the land. <laughs> but if we was back home, oh. So you, you know what you would have saw another side of Reggie. Okay. You would have saw, yeah, I, I might have broken glasses too. And you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm joking, but seriously, like we said, there are people who are on an emotional level who 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 deal with the emotions differently. You know the right. um, the speech that we we played from the young man, and I, I do not know if we 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 get his name and we get that clip, we will we will um, add it into the description for this spe- uh, specific podcast. Um, powerful speech from the young brother. And, you know, he hit the nail on the head. You know, there are people who don't, can't express their feelings no other way. Don't feel like they're heard any other way. We aren't heard no right. other way. Well, I will, let me speak, let me speak from, I'm not going to even say my people. Because I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't associate with, with, with terms like that, me personally. Mm-hmm. But I will say. I do know that coming from a white person's perspective, they don't understand that because they think that white people think that racism, I'm sorry, some white people, older white people even, would say that racism doesn't exist anymore because you know no one's a slave you know no no one owns slaves no one is a slave um i disagree with that all of that wholeheartedly only because they don't understand what it's like because they have always been white they haven't had to worry about the things that black people have to worry about okay so you set me up for this alley-oop do you believe in white privilege? Yes, I do. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. E- expand on that, please. So, or expound. White privilege is there have been a few times. And if I were in the wrong situation, many a times where I could have gone to jail. I could have been yanked out of the car. You, you know, me personally, color aside, I have always, I feel like, me, I have always been respectful of my elders. I've always been respective of police officers. You know, I lived 
in these condos called Sunset Hills in Greensboro, North Carolina. It was two bedroom, one bath. My parents and I am an only child. Uh, probably like 626 square feet, which not a very big place, you know. Um, my parents provided for me, but we were not the wealthiest people, you know, in the world. Um, occasionally as a child growing up, I would see the police come through the neighborhood, um, maybe once every six months, Mm -hmm. maybe if that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and then now on the other side of Friendly Avenue in Greensboro, uh, North Carolina, there was the housing side of Sunset Hills and Sunset Hills is an older neighborhood more affluent neighborhood in Greensboro. Um, and so, but yeah, I don't, I just don't remember a whole lot of police activity growing up. And they had, they used to have, I do remember they used to have like so, so national night outs where the police would come and they'd have hot dogs and they would cook out or, or whatever. So your, in your mind is white privilege just deal with the police. Um, no, I think it deals with, uh, shop owners, um, restaurants, uh, any, anywhere that, that business transactions take place. Um, I feel like if I were to walk into a store and you walked into a store, I feel like that they, they would look at you or they would keep an eye on you more frequently than they would me. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Okay. Um, you know, whether they, whether they can say, uh, oh no, we're not racist. You know, we love black people, Mm -hmm. but you know, damn well, (laughs) black people are coming to a store. Who are they looking at? Well, why do you, do you know why? In Summerfield, I know this for a fact, in Summerfield, I used to work at Food Lion. Shit, cut that. I used to work at a grocery store, um, in North Carolina, you know. And it was uh, on the outskirts of Guilford County. And <laughs> hold on, time out. <laughs> you are mapping North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina, Greensboro, Guilford County. Let's kind of cut okay, so much. On. Okay. I used to work at a, hold on. <laughs> All right, so let's All start right. from the grocery yeah, store. Right. So I used to work at a grocery store, and the, the majority of the customers and people that worked there were white. You know, we mm-hmm. had a, we had um, a few Hispanics that worked there, and a few black people that worked there, mm-hmm. um, and you know, a handful of black customers that would come in on a regular basis. But for the majority, were white. Right. Okay. Um, when when uh, a when a black person that the store managers or store personnel didn't recognize, they would keep an eye on them more frequently. You you saw it. Yeah. Were you ever instructed to like a? Hey. I was. Oh, I we got so honest, still. <laughs> I was instructed. Are you fucking serious? I was instructed, but wow, I never. I mean, I didn't. How does that? So how does that? I kind of ignored it to be honest with you. <laughs> well, this this is the thing. Only because, like, if. If they're just walking up and down the aisle, like, mm-hmm. okay, give me a break, whatever. I'm not watching somebody walk up and down mm-hmm. the aisle. I'm not going to do it. You know, but if they're like, if I see them shoving meat packets down their pants, right. 
that's a different story. Well, that's but that's, that goes that's, for anybody, that's right? That's theft. That's that theft. goes for anybody. But see, do you do you understand? You were specifically told, specifically told to watch this person mm-hmm. of color because of their skin tone. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that that by itself explains. You know, what I mean that right. that. That shows, and we talked about that's it. That's firsthand experience. That's firsthand experience. You know, what I'm saying that's firsthand you know? experience, um, and 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 the thing about it, we we talked about it before. You know, and and I'm I'm think I'm gonna go ahead and touch on it right now before we go too deep because this is a long episode. We're gonna have two parts of this, but maybe three or four, maybe three or four. This but could go on a long time, a long time, and and we want to make sure that you listen to part two, um, the other parts, the things we're about to touch on. Is of course Black Lives Matter, you know, Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, we're going to talk about uh, what can be done moving forward. How do we learn from one right. another? Right, you right. Know, how do um, we learn from uh, different people? Right. Um, you know, the protests that are going on, still going on. And, you know, I think it's beautiful that. Every weekend, every Absolutely. every day, we're seeing these protests mm-hmm. all around the world, you know. Um, but I I broke this down to tomorrow. We you know we have some dialogue off camera, and it's been so tough for us not to really get into this deep, you know. And because every time we'll start talking about, it, we're like, well, let's save it for the podcast. Let's yeah. save it for the podcast. And I know we didn't miss probably so much good conversation right. um, about this. And I think I've really helped him, um, you know, see the world in a different like you know what i mean and and him as well um you know helped me even though you know i had my own idea of how you know white people saw the world but mm-hmm. you know kind of you know see clearly somebody who has a different perspective you know what i mean right. and um and and, and but I, I will say you know racism it it, it just it comes from a fear of a cer- certain people yeah a fear you know what i mean and you know, if if people could get over, um, it's this genetic warfare, we will be a better place. You so, when you I mean? say genetic warfare, are you saying that people want to preserve their race? Yes, 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 and and, and that's what when you when you break this all down, right, right. When we, when we break this all down, you hear it all the time, and you know, back in the '60s, the energy and the frequency where that where we were at with the civil rights and everything, you're seeing it now. We're at that frequency now. Like I see it now, in my in my people. You know, about ten years ago, you know, what I mean, I was really on the mm-hmm. uh, Afrocentric, wearing unks, you know, copper because it goes good with melanin. I was saying melanin, peace, bro, peace, God, peace, queen, peace, God, peace, right. earth, really on this stuff. And, you know, people weren't really, everybody wasn't on it, but now it's becoming cool, yeah. you know, and that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, my people are becoming more awake and a knowledge of who they are, you know, like, and, you know, I put you on, oh hit, yeah, I put you on hidden colors, you know what I mean? That's yes. like, and that's, that's some history and that even the first, it's an hour and a half long. And I think I've I've only gotten like ten minutes in so far. Yeah, we started late. But, we started late. Um, I learned. <laughs> they, I mean, they within the first five minutes only, 
They, I mean, they just hit you with knowledge. Yeah, and th- let me go ahead and plug. And this uh, thing is an hour and a half. Yes, let me go ahead and plug Hidden Colors. If you haven't seen that, it's um, this is a great documentary um, about African history that's not told in, in your school systems. And it's been out for, like I said, five, six, seven years now. It's like four of them, actually. And um, it's Tariq Nasheed, Rashid, or, or Nasheed. Um, let me get his name right so we... Um, let me get his name right so we can. I'm pulling a Marv. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, yes, I had it right. So let me go ahead and give um credit where it's due to um the producer and creator of that movie, uh, brother Tariq Nasheed. Um, Tariq Nasheed uh, put together a great, great film. And like I said, Marv, you know, I put it in. That's almost like, you know, that movie is almost mm-hmm. like Black Code. You almost, you know, you don't let people in if they don't know, you know. But I, right. I had to put Marvel because I was putting them on game. It's like it's just so much um, that's hidden from the so-called black people, mm-hmm. you know, the so-called black man. And, um, you know, if we understand, like I said, in the 60s, we were fighting for you. Uh, civil rights but what we need to be fighting and what's already backed is human rights you know what i mean that's already right. backed by the united nations you know what i mean that's already been signed off by obama with the um, indigenous uh, uh rights you know what i mean the, mm-hmm. uh, the un drip so we actually are protected but you know we've been we've been snatched away like because think about like this man think about the you know, Malcolm S said it the best. We've been hood. We, we've been bamboozled. Like, throughout history, all I've known, even since I've been to school, when we study, your, you, your people, and let's just say your people because we're talking. Uh, Caucasians. Yeah, we're talking about how society talks. White people. All right, your people. Y'all been called white every throughout the government. White, white, white. We then have been Negro, uh, colored, uh afro-american now african-american now we want to claim black see the problem is we need to whatever we claim right and, and there's so much diversity you know what i mean and i'm getting off track right but and i'm getting to the trying to get to a solution but whatever we claim we got to claim that shit for real and we gotta if you want to call us african-americans well we need an alliance with africa or some shit right something to back up so if you kill one of us then you know you got a whole country behind you. Right. Because we're not getting protected in this country. And like you said, you know, you because said. Because here's the thing. If I get killed, Germany and Ireland and Scotland and England, they ain't coming after my ass. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah. You no, know? but they're not. Why? Well, we're supposed to be American. But, yeah, because we broke off from England. Right. Remember, we gained our independence. Right, but we're we're supposed to be. You said something earlier before the podcast. Sorry. White people gained their independence in 1776. Yes, 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 and that's that, a fact. That's that is a fact. That because a it fact. wasn't until 18, uh, 60, 18, 68, 68, Galveston, Texas. No, sixty-eight, sixty-nine, emancipation. Proclamation. Ah, uh, well, see, well, what do what do what do we just we just celebrated uh, Juneteenth? Juneteenth, 
Yes. Right, Juneteenth, which is not a not a not a, yeah, sixty three, eighteen sixty three. Eighteen, okay, eighteen sixty three. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's when they read the letter and said all slaves were free. Yes, eighteen sixty three. But which that leads me to my point. I think slavery is going on today. Yes, because here's the thing, and here's another thing with white people. White people think that they associate slaves with picking cotton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's 2020. We have technology and computers and flat screen TVs and smartphones and all of that. Nobody is picking fucking cotton anymore. Okay, we get that. Absolutely. But they associate being a slave with picking cotton and being whipped and all this other stuff. Okay, Mm -hmm. and buying and selling uh, people. But what they, what you have to dig deeper. You have to go in deeper. And the prison system is modern day slavery. I wholeheartedly believe that. You're not going to change my mind because there are companies out there. Um, I could go through a whole list. That's for another time. But there are companies out mm-hmm. there that use prison labor. There has, there have been uh, a case where a uh, judge or, I'm sorry, either a prison warden um, and a judge, they got into cahoots together, or maybe it was just the prison guard, um, uh, was accused, I think, can you charge with selling black teens mm-hmm. in, within the prison system. Um, also, we are the United States, and Reggie put me onto this. I'm gonna let him explain this a little. Wait, for, don't for go it. too deep on that yet, don't because you go um, you you just the you, United States of the. That's a whole. That's a whole nother. Okay, I'm gonna say this, but we're gonna save it for another podcast. Where we're about basically, Marv's saying we're all slaves. Okay, if, if, what he's basically. saying, yeah, he because <laughs> of the United States. Tell him ba- basically the United States of a corporation. Yes, yes. We so and now, Reg put me onto this. I'm so, going to give credit where credit's so due. So if you're going to say, you got to tell them why, why, Marv? You can't wh- why? Because we, we were just that. talking about it on the last podcast. Why is a corporation? What did what did the do- what happened to the dollar? It's not backed by anything. Woo! That boy. <laughs> Marv kicking knowledge to y'all, man. Marv kicking knowledge to y'all, man. It was take off the gold standard. You're right. You're right. But look, look, man. To to kind of sum we up, can, we can go over a few minutes. Let's expand on this no, just for a little bit. To to expand, because you know, let me get let me get back to the racism. Because you go you going deep. You okay. ju- you jump in you jumping way early. Okay. We got to understand. I want people to understand what racism is. All right. All right. Well. All right. So. Let's 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 not even if you got to cut some of that out. Let's get let's get people to understand before we go too deep, right? Because I want people the the main reason before we even go any deeper and we go into the black lives Black Lives Matter and we go into you know all lives matter because all lives do matter. That's very true. And when and and I, when I say all lives, I mean even on if you talk about like a spiritual life, we talk about all lives, even animals. You know, a lot of stuff that your animal rights activists right. and your vegans and things that they're preaching, a lot of that, that's very true. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We are supposed to be eating life, not death and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like all of that matters. But at this point in time, right now, 
in history, black lives matter, whether it's, and we're, 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 if we're going to say black, because black kind of irks me a little bit, because when we, when we talk about law, you know, we go really into law and you study law, you know, black, white, all those things are colorable law. They're not real. It's fiction. You know what I mean? It's, it's not backed by anything. You know what I mean? So you're, that's why you're dealing in equity court. That's when we get pulled over and pulled over in a car and this and that. You ain't doing nothing but traveling. You haven't hit nobody. You got to pay a fine because you're dealing in, you know, fake court. You know what I mean? But that's that's a whole nother podcast. Stay tuned for that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> stay tuned for that. But, um, you know, to, to really stay on subject, racism is a fear of becoming extinct. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and if we break it down, just break it down to genetics. We are just put us in the animal kingdom. OK. Mm-hmm. And think of humans. Right. All humans as breeds of dogs. OK. Think about it as that. Right. Not saying that we are breeds of dogs, but think of us as breeds of dogs. Right. And all of us have different traits. Right, because you have the Dalmatians, you have pit bulls, German shepherds, pit, right, poodles, right, you right, have, right, right, you know, dachshunds, and, right. you have, you know, and so humans, right? You have blacks, Koreans, right, Africans, Italians, Chinese, Chinese Asian. You know, if you, if you, if you know, you can really slim Straight it down. Up African, yeah, you know, you can kind of slim it down if you really want to. You know, what I mean, right. to like four. You know, for black, white, brown, <laughs> right, right, brown, red, All right. yellow, and that's about a couple All shades right. in between. You know what I mean? But that that kind of gets you. That lets you know genetics are real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That shows you how you know. But if you think about where races come from, they all had to come from color. You know what I mean? The the black right. gene has all genetics in it. Blue eyes, red hair, blonde hair, all genetics is in that melanin trait. That melanin. You know what I mean? This is really. Melanin, that's what connects us to the universe. It's that dark matter that holds the universe together. You know, man, we right. we are a connection of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you are an extension of that. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know, it's it's it takes eons. You know, that's the big secret of how long the, the earth and the universe has been here. You know, mm-hmm. that's the big secret. But and I don't know if everybody knows that that all of the continents were, you know, one mass. Yeah, you and that's funny. You learned that in elementary. Mm-hmm. You remember? Like, right. they used to show you that map when the, the world was Pangea, you know what I mean? Right. So think about what the hell was going on there then, you know what I mean? And the the mating and the people, you know, and, and, and it's all about alchemy, right? That's just mixing genes and creating things, you know what I mean? So, you know, there, you know, they're afraid. Nas said it, you know, and I'm be a little vulgar, but my man Nas said it, the fear of the black man's dick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the fear that the black man or people of color will impregnate whites and you become extinct. You know what I mean? That is what mm-hmm. the higher ups are afraid of when, you know, you think about it. We are here. The Bible says you're here to be fruitful and prosper, fruitful. You let your fruits you know right. what I mean? Like, that's why me. But I guarantee you that all those sons of bitches going down, walking down the street in New York, going to work, people on I-40 or people on the highways in their cars going to work are not thinking about 
saving the white race. Oh. Or saving the black race. I mean. Or saving this race. They're not thinking about that. They're not thinking that they're like, oh, you know, if you, well, if you want to, you know, be with a black girl or a black, uh, black guy, fine. You know, most people are like cool with it. Ah. I don't know about that, brother. I'll put it like this. Even in my household, I'm going to be a hundred, right? Even in my house, my, well, as a child, you know what I mean? You would hear all the time, black guys, like, don't bring no white woman up in here. Dun, 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 dun. Brothers hear that, okay? Oh. Brothers hear that. So I know damn well it's going on in the White House. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's going on in the white family household. It's got right. to. I'm I know. sure it does. I know. Yeah, I know I'm those. sure it does. And you got to think what you just said. You just said. You just said. I've always had black friends, man. I don't know what to but, tell you. But I, I get you. You, you ain't got to prove nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I, I wish you, but think about it like this. Since middle you, school. You said preserve the white race. Like, Since elementary school, actually. That was the KKK's anthem. That was saying that was being shouted out public in the street. Yeah. So it was out there. It was well known and well, well I guess pushed I, back I, in the day. I guess you know if you, if I sit back and think about it, I, I guess I was talking from my perspective, but I guess from a whole perspective, yeah, you have people out there saying, you know, wouldn't the fathers wouldn't be happy with well know, their daughters putting them dating a black guy or vice versa. They're they're holding and, on to it. Times are changing. Yeah, right? it, like, it takes time to get used to. If you, you know, if you look at, um, I think it was National Geographic, they're like a 2050 edition of what most people are going to look like in America. And most of it was like mixed. It was like, a, it looked like an Asian, black, Mexican person. Right. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. You know what right. I mean? Like people are going to have sex. All right. People like to fuck. You get attracted to whoever you want to attract to. And the more diverse land that you're in, the more open you are. But if you're in a little like country places stuck off, like, you know, one of my best friends, you know what I mean? Went D one to West Virginia university, you know, and he got his ticks to a lot of his games and some of the people there that was there when they went to West Virginia university, that was their first time being around anybody black All, only perception of a black person that they had ever really seen in person was on television. And we know the media's perception holistically of the black man yeah. you know, or black people in yeah. general. Yep. So already that's why your, uh, that's why your manager at the grocery store is telling you keep an eye on that person or this and that, because our whole reputation, our media, everything about us is distorted, you know, and manipulated on this land. You know what I mean? And um, so really, for us, it's shit. It's a lot of shit that we gotta handle internally, mm -hmm. you know, in house. You know, what I mean, knowledge itself is the key. Us knowing who we are as a people will change a lot of the bullshit that we got going on internally. You know, what I mean, so lifetime, like when you got family, be like, this is family business. This is kind of family, but we need to we need to handle it internally. But it's great to have our back for you if we are protesting. You be right there and this and that. But a lot of shit we need to handle internally right now. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but this is part one. We got we got to stop right here. We want to keep going, and we are going to keep going. Yes, we, we are. We got so much more to talk about on the subject. This is made, This is definitely going to be like a two, three-parter. I already see that right now. This is going right. to be a two, three-parter. So thank you all for listening tonight, man. Don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms, Instagram, Instagram TV, YouTube, Facebook, 
and TikTok. And we got a special code you can use with Rich Clothing, MMWF20. Where can they find it at, Marv? It's Risk World Clothing. Risk World Clothing. Riskclothing.co.uk. <laughs> My man's over here is calling the Risk Clothing. Sorry. It is Risk World Clothing. R-I-S-K. Yes, but the website, the website is The website risk, is yes. riskclothing.co.uk. Go get our code MMWF20. Yes. And you will get a special discount yes. by using that code. Yes. Uh, they have hoodies. They have hats, T-shirts, all your gear to keep you fashionable and fit. Go check them out. Risk World Clothing. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks again for listening to me and my white friend podcast. Uh, you can find this show, share with your friends, tell them all about it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast, iHeart. Uh, yeah, check it out. And if you love this episode, Black Lives Matter Part 2 is on the way. Peace. And we have a website, www.meandmywhitefriend.com. Go check it out. Yeah, watch season one. If you haven't watched season one, you're a lame. Like, you're really lame. Bitch.